the Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're, you're the, the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I guess I'm oh, going through puberty again. <laughs> startled himself. Welcome to the Teenager Pack podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, we're gonna start over. Okay. <laughs> now, now I can't stop laughing. All right. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm leaving that in. What? I'm TV. <laughs> oh. Well, I have to now. Oh, I'm St. Jimmy. <laughs> Our fake sponsor this week is Text Massages. Get a rub down through your phone. Oh. I guess you just like hit your phone. Vibrate mode? Oh, yeah. Vibrate. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Lay it on your back. Uh, you text me again? It didn't last very long. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm now a professional carpet installer. Ooh. Well, what? You're professional? professional? People it's pay you? Professional. He's um, an amateur. I didn't pay somebody else. Oh, that's good. No, our carpet install went pretty good. Um, it took all day Saturday. I went and rented a knee kicker. Oh, yeah. Because you can't kick your own knees. Which hooks into the carpet, and then you use your knee to pound it to kind of pull the carpet to- closer to the wall. So are your knees sore? Um, there was a certain point I kicked it wrong with my knee, and it hurt really bad. But um, for the most part, yeah, my knees are sore. I can't. And mostly because I spent the entire day on my knees. I even bought some new gel pad knee pads. But still, my knees are sore. If I kneel down to do something and I can it hurt too bad to do. But um, it turned out really good. We have like top line carpet pad and carpet and the really thick carpet that we have probably made it more difficult to install. But by the time we we're done I kinda of figured out what kind of more what I was doing and it worked well. Oh. Which side goes up? Yep. You only make that mistake twice and then you learn. <laughs> no, we actually figured out that's really we... rough. <laughs> We figured out that we didn't have enough of our really nice carpet pad because it was just left over when they did the first install in our TV room. Um, and uh, so we had to go to the store and buy some. And then we just put it where the room is small. It's my oldest son where he stays. Really small room. And there's basically only one wall that a bed can go on. So we put the 
No, that's a good carpet pad underneath that part. Oh, that's, that's smart. That's why you need octagonal rooms so you have yeah. more than one wall that you can put the bed on. Right. Or <laughs> well, a regular long room with an octagonal bed. Oh, there you, there you go. You just sit in the middle of the room. Or mm. just have the whole floor be your bed. Hmm. Oh. That'd be difficult to make in the morning. Like the Japanese, they do that. They mm. roll out a pad onto the floor. Then they can just roll it up at the end of the night. Oh, I thought you like a like a permanent mattress that covers the entire floor of the bedroom. That's actually where I was going, but I thought <laughs> that's kind of what the because the flooring in the traditional Japanese houses is like that matte stuff. I think that is a little softer than our floors would be. Hmm. Anyway, um, the rental costs ten dollars plus tax. Oh boy! Which, and I only went to the store twice. <laughs> oh, which is. Good. Um, I have some new tools out of it. I've really discovered I like the uh, the stapling hammer. Oh yeah, those are fun. a lot of fun. That's a good time. Just don't let your wife have it when she's mad at you. That's funny. I let her. Everyone. I was getting everyone to try it to put the pad down, and she couldn't actually get any staples to stick. Oh. So. I don't think I should be afraid <laughs> of her with that. <laughs> I have a plethora of other power tools. Hit you with it. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> it might not stay in me, but it would definitely probably leave two little holes and a bruise. Yeah. But he just got his uh, bed delivered today. You got to get him a new bed frame because when you task um, 20 year olds to dismantle the old bed, it doesn't survive. Oh. It's also it was pretty old. We bought it for the kids when they were small, so probably fourteen years it lasted. It's a it was the bottom half of a bunk bed or top half. Hmm. So that was a nice I, new metal one. I found myself at a couple hardware stores, but they did not have what I was looking for. I was trying to get a new piece of plexiglass to put above my window air conditioner because the old one broke. She got two and and molded them. What I ended up doing, which I kind of like, is I got the just the plastic that you tape up and then you blow dry it. And it makes like a weather seal. It looks better than that old piece of plexi that I had that had tape on it because it was cracking I thought you should put a piece of plywood up and then paint it so it looked like outside <laughs> but uh, paint the outside so it looks like it's inside yeah like wow that family is always spending time together look at them in there <laughs> they're playing Monopoly again or still so my youngest son his room has an air conditioner in the window it's our old one and I didn't have another piece of plywood to put in which was what I just put in and so I grabbed what was handy, and it has a uh, map of a uh, city in, from a D&D campaign <laughs> drawn on some cardboard. So that's his window, Dylan. That works. Yeah. So the, uh, the Tater Tot Festival is canceled <gasps> this what? year. Yep, it was supposed to be this, but this year. But I bought a bunch of uh, ketchup. 
Well, you'll have to save it for next year. <laughs> They're going to try and do it next year. I like mine, like, extra crispy, almost burnt. Mm, well, it's going to be in the summer in the Treasure Valley, so it will be hot. Mm. Excellent. We should do get a booth and do a show from there. We should. <laughs> Let me see if I can... I think it might be, like, in September... We can get pictures of the uh, of the two founders on a t-shirt and wear them. We yeah. can dress as tater tots. <gasps> That'd be great. You can do that, and we'll dress as the uh, guys <laughs> in bed. Oh. <laughs> we can put on a skit. Who's going to be Nephi? Who's going to be golden? I'm going to be golden. Okay. I get to lower Le- uh, Mr. Pold into the oil. That's where <laughs> oh. I am. <laughs> I get to chop them into small pieces. Oh, that's a potato. We have to have... Ah, that gives that. me a perfect idea. You have like a dunk booth, but it's hot oil, and you're throwing oh. tater tots <laughs> at the target. we got to throw something to get the big giant tater tot <laughs> into the oil. Yeah, you throw we tater have, tots. So we have somebody that... Oh. So we have a, a box that looks like a some kind of shredder, and then we have someone dressed as a potato, and then when they go through the box on a little conveyor belt... The potato turns into a tater tot when it comes out the other side. Well, I'm actually on the festival's website, and I thought you were going to say you were on their like chair. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's on the board. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about it being canceled. Huh? Uh, Who no. told you it was canceled? My wife. Oh, what? Seems like she would Maybe know. Maybe she just doesn't want you to go. That's Maybe. Right. Every time I don't want my wife to do something, I tell her it's canceled. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about you getting your hair done. Yeah, they canceled yeah, it's canceled. canceled. Totally canceled. Are you guys a 2L or 1L canceled person? Uh, I don't know. 3Ls. 0Ls. <laughs> canceled? Canceled? It's canceled. Canceled. I love it. According to my dictionary, either is uh, correct, but I go one L because I like to save the planet. Mm. <laughs> You're worried about the L's carbon footprint. Yes. <laughs> Type print, what, actually. What the yeah. L? <laughs> <laughs> so. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got other stuff to talk about. Get on with yeah. it. I got a new addition to my backyard. Oh yeah, I have a trampoline. Oh, I have one of Ooh, those. Maybe you should put install one as the floor of your bedroom. Yeah, that would be fun. But put a mattress on it. This one is <laughs> for the kids in the backyard. Um, what happened so, was so you saved up close... for the medical costs. Oh. Yeah, don't put it close enough to the deck to get any ideas. It's not. Um, so we'd been talking about getting one. They're kind of hard to find now because I guess they're a COVID buy because people are stuck at home. So they have been buying wow. trampolines. Well, my in-laws, my wife's folks, have had two teenagers living with them that are their grandkids. And they bought a trampoline, but then it took so long for it to ship and arrive that the 
kids are no longer living with them. They went back to live with their parents, so they didn't need a trampoline anymore. And they MJ could still use it. Oh, <laughs> MJ was down there when it arrived, and they're like, "Hey, if you want to just pay us later for it, you can take it home with you." So she brought it home, and wow. I assembled it, and it's pretty nice. Uh, it, it the pad that goes over the springs and the safety net poles are bright pink. Oh, wow. That was the only color they had when yeah. my father-in-law yeah. bought it. You could but make some uh, covers for them. Uh, rock to pink. They'll, uh, they'll fade to a nice salmon soon. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I didn't still have a bum leg, I'd um, ask to come over and use it. Oh. <laughs> well, you can come use mine, too. Well, I'm one. planning on using it. The kids... <laughs> One of the kids has already spent the night on it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and the other ones are too cool for it? Well, they'll probably do it, too. It's only been up since Sunday, so... Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, DVD had some tire issues on our trip. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. They resolved themselves. Well, I was... was a little low so i was out there today and topped that one up and checked the other ones they were all a little low i think probably just because the altitude and temperature difference from when i filled them and uh uh, we were looking at my rear passenger side tire and it's got some damage to the tire and the rim um it's not the one that was going flat though but oh. I'm going to have to replace that tire because there's a slice in the sidewall and a gouge in the sidewall. And it's not losing air out of them, but it's not safe to drive. Right. So. <laughs> well, I had I took my um, truck in just this past week because of that tire that we had to swap out on our trip. And mm-hmm. they uh, were able to unmount it, clean all the... They said there was... Yeah, dirt and mud inside. Mm-hmm. They cleaned it all up, put it back on. It's holding there. So put it back nice. on the car. I was like, how much do I Oh, yeah. And they said, oh, nothing. Wow. So the last two times I've been there, we had them look at our tire pressure sensors and give us a mm-hmm. quote on that. And that didn't cost anything either. So I'm like, I told my wife, we should probably spend some money there at some point. Because <laughs> they've really been helping us out. But I'm happy that, that um, we can wait a little bit longer. Because none of our tires are now damaged. So we can wait until we uh, save up for our new 18-inch rims. Mm -hmm. And bigger tires, hopefully. Uh, I think I can go to a 33-inch tire without having to adjust the height of the truck. Cool. Well, that will adjust the height a little bit. Yeah. But it'll fit underneath the fenders and stuff. Yep. Cool. Well, that was the stock one, is what they're going off of. And maybe, I think, you said my, it looked like my truck already has a little bit of a lift. Hmm. So maybe it can go a little bit bigger. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so, so we're going camping this week, or ne- not this weekend, next weekend. So next week will be a camp cast. Yay. My annual birthday camp out. 
I think Wait, it's you have a, be a birthday lot of... annually? Uh, yeah. I found out you're way younger if you only do it every other year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I might try that once I get into my next decade, but I think we'll have a lot of fun where we're trying to go because uh, that's where we camped Memorial Day with Masters Ed and Charlie, and it was a lot of fun. And it will actually be more fun, I think, this time because it will be hot enough that we want to get in the water more. Mm-hmm. And uh, on purpose this time. And not just oh. falling in? Yeah. Not just walking in the mud puddle? No, like slipping off the the log you put across the creek as a bridge type of stuff. Huh. My son was fully immersed from accidentally falling in twice over the <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, and it was not warm out. It was chilly. So this, this is close to where we went last year for your campo? Yes, it's over by that waterfall. I never saw the waterfall. Oh, oh. I did see the waterfall. Okay, I know what you're talking. Okay. Um, With the big yeah, that's, culvert. That's prime uh, barred owl locale too so maybe yeah, we'll hear hopefully again. we can <laughs> record it this time yeah that'd be good and bigfoot oh Possibly. yeah yeah if we could record that that that'd be cool yeah get video maybe, recording maybe we could get him as a guest on the podcast that'd be good <laughs> hey i'm bigfoot the problem is there's no <laughs> amount of video evidence that will um convince people we need a body. Bring your gun. I don't want to shoot one. <laughs> Bring your retaliate. Bring a baseball bat. This doesn't have to be a dead body. You Bring a lying. net. <laughs> Bring a lasso. Candy bars. <laughs> Just lure him. Hey, can I hit him with my station wagon and take him back into town. There you go. There's no way that could possibly go poorly <laughs> uh what was that that was weird Sorry. i forgot my microphone is in my laptop there was something on my screen oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody's sighing that was my fingernail uh, speaking of shooting what <laughs> my wife and i went shooting with my son this last weekend oh cool so that was pretty fun I saw one of your daughters today. Oh, yeah? The youngest one. Oh, what were they doing? Dropping off some piano books. Ah. Cool. Are you kids playing piano? My daughter would like to learn. She's the most musical of us. She plays the ukulele. Oh, cool. So I had a new t-shirt idea based off oh, of yeah? I was having a conversation with my wife yesterday and I oh I said I can't remember what we're talking about even. But she ended up saying, Well, there's some madness to my method. <laughs> <laughs> we both had a laugh when she figured realized she'd said it backwards. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Is that called a spoonerism or something? Yep. When you switch words around? 
I think yep. a spoonerism is when you switch the first letters of two words. Oh. So this wouldn't count. This would be a forkerism. Yep. Knifeerism? We should definitely call it that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've bantered ourselves out. I suppose. Comment ne pas donner une suite à toutes ces idées qui flottent. La vie est jolie en paradis Mais s'il n'y en a pas, c'est un souci Un conte de fées en gribouille en hommage à la nuit Let's go to nerdiculture. All right. So if you could name a band that you feel is universally hated, what would you name? Nickelback. I like Nickelback. But would you um, agree that they're universally hated? By guys, maybe, that think they're too good for it. I like it too, but um, but yeah, that's one I came up with because I know lots of people are like, oh, no way. <laughs> well, what why about, do you think that? Why do you think that is? What about Coldplay or something like that? They're jealous. So I haven't heard Coldplay as much, Creed? but Creed, Creed, I heard people really don't like. Creed is fine. I like Creed actually. I too, but I like uh, there's some, a, bit... a lot of their stuff. They're a little bit too, you know, religious. Yeah, I, so I kind of, <laughs> I was actually doing a little bit of research on that today because I was like, why do people hate Crete so much? And so I, you know, did some searching online and it seems like there's like three different camps of people that hate Creed. One of them is they don't like the religious undertones in the songs. And you don't have like every other song ever written. <laughs> Which I I actually well, kind of like the religious undertones in the songs. <laughs> I, I do too. Better than a lot of like the like there's Christian rock stations where oh, before yeah. a lot of the stuff you're like okay you just said the same thing like fifteen thousand mm. times that 
I get it. That's not yeah, like, creative writing. You know, like that the song "My Own Prison." That's pretty yeah, that's cool. A good one. I like the one about him finding out his like the kid one where he's gonna have a kid or something. Oh yeah, arms wide open. Yeah, I really like that song. This yeah. Lot, anyway, a lot before our first one came. I guess some people are offended by that. Another reason <laughs> people don't like them <laughs> is because um, they think they sound too much like Pearl Jam or other. Oh, like, that's probably a lot of things. Other vehicle back to. Other good bands. <laughs> no, we're talking about lead singers that have very emotive voices. Yeah, and I mean, I think so. I was reading that. So the guy's name is um, what was his name? Scott Bakula. Scott Strap. Oh. Scott Stapp is the guy lead singer's name. Yeah. And but I was reading that he actually didn't get his. Um, musical like inspiration from Pearl Jam. He's more like uh, Jim Morrison and the Doors uh, type yeah. of stuff is what influenced him. And so I think it's probably just I think Pearl yeah. Jam is a little too contemporary with him. Right. And I think people don't take that into account just because a bunch of bands sound like they have this they're in the same genre maybe. Like Stone Temple Pilot. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean that their sellouts or their copies, you know. It's like, yeah, it's the way I feel about the Beatles ripping off the uh, the monkeys so bad. <laughs> what? Oh <my laughs> the monkeys are way better. <laughs> knows it. But the uh, the other reason I saw is that Scott Stapp is kind of a jerk, <laughs> and people can't stand him. I don't have to uh, interact with the dude to right. listen to his music. I don't music. care about the person personally. There's a lot of people who are probably jerks in the music industry. Yeah, yeah, like Axl Rose. <laughs> I take his side over the bands. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mostly because, um, yeah, without Axl, it's not really... It's got that voice. So, apparently, there was a Finnish student, a student from Finland that did a study about why Nickelback is so widely disliked. <laughs> hmm. He studied 14 years of Nickelback reviews. And uh, I was hoping to you know, be able to read the article, but it's I think it's behind a paywall or something. Oh. But it does have this... There's an article on BBC um, that just talks really briefly about it. And one of the things I guess he came up with is that rock critics see themselves as protectors of originality. And he says, quote, Nickelback is too much of everything to be enough of something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they follow genre expectations too well, which is seen as empty imitation. Now the woman would be considered beautiful, but she has too much of the features that everyone would consider beautiful to be actually beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Your I podcast would be really good if it wasn't so much like other good podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason people listen to you is just like everyone else. So, f for me, I think it's, I think it's part of human nature, which you know. Isn't necessarily good, but we love to hate things. 
Did you notice that as a as a human race? Yeah, I don't like Prince. <laughs> but do you and like not liking Prince? I know he just didn't exist. <laughs> like his music. Well, he did pass away. Well, I know. <laughs> so you got I'm your just, wish. Are you happy no, now? My, my biggest wish was we got past 1999, so I don't have to hear that stupid song anymore. Uh, I still hear it sometimes. Oh. <laughs> That's one of his better songs. You were talking about a hat. <laughs> Raspberry Beret? Yes. That's your favorite one? No. That's oh. My least favorite. <laughs> oh, it's your least favorite. I can, even ones I haven't heard, I don't know who, who, I don't know the songs, but if I hear it, I can pick it up almost immediately. Oh, this is a stupid Prince song. <laughs> like four feet tall. So, David is familiar with the, huge head. the need to hate things. Oh, right? yes. I am. <laughs> but we found a cha back when we lived in Texas. Well, we we got really good uh being able to recognize the first few uh, notes of a Prince song and turn the station immediately. Yes. <laughs> I still do that. Okay. But anyway, so what I was getting at is, you know, once... The once the uh, once you start hearing people like use, for example, Nickelback as the epitome of a band that everyone hates, it becomes easier to go along with the crowd and hate it than it is to speak out for them. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Right. It's cool to be a. Uh... It becomes cool to hate that. Yeah, it's weird because a lot of my disdain for ones I don't like come from too many people liking it than me hearing it and going, "What?" Like uh, (laughs) new kids on the block. I was like, "What is this garbage?" Sometimes people liking. Well, it's more of a hipster thing, I guess. It's like, oh, everybody likes this. It's crap. Yeah. Well, so they've. I just they, don't think because everyone likes it that it makes it good. Oh, well, that's true. That's like the radio stations. They'll play it until you like it. It's like, no. It, it actually does and the opposite. You, and if you like it, they'll yeah. play it till you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so they start off pretty successful. And uh, I think yeah. I even saw a quote saying, you may not like us, but you bought a bunch of our albums. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Something like that, along those lines. But is that weirder for them, or would it be weirder for um, what's his name that does the um, Rick Roll, Rick Astley? Rick Astley. Because I've heard interviews with him, and he's like, "Yeah, that's not my greatest song." The choreography is just what they like. They said like they do some simple dance moves, and then they added to a music video. He's like, he still performs. Are you kidding music. me? I love that song. I like it too. I <laughs> it. It's even better than the original Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that certain bands get labeled as horrible bands, and people well, yeah, that people like look at you weird if you say you like them. It's the same thing with uh, like. Certain things are just accepted in society as, yeah, that's just the best. Like the Beatles, for instance, for me. 
people right. are like shocked when I say I'm not really care for the Beatles. Like, what? They're the greatest band ever. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and, and I I don't really have an opinion on Nickelback because I I could probably only identify one song, but I've heard that their songs are so similar to each other. I could probably identify other ones, but <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. know. I don't have an opinion on Nickelback, but they have a lot of different songs. I mean, <laughs> I did I did read that they're still making music, and you know they're, they 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 kind of seems like they're becoming like an underdog, you know, because everyone yeah. expects them not to do well. But they're still together. I mean, there's lots of bands that have broken up, you know. Way shorter time than these guys. Maybe it's a better way to stay together as a band is not be as successful. <laughs> I well, mean, I, you, you can't tell me people don't know Nickelback's name because of recognition. <laughs> any good? Maybe. Any press is any press is good. How does that saying go? I guess any press is good press. I think people are subconsciously biased against them because of the way they spell nickel. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That could be that could explain it. Well, I think it's it's kind of interesting too because I've heard bands be um, you know had bad things said about them because they're they've sold out or something. They've become too successful or too popular. Hipster, or they've made too their music is too mainstream, and it's just like to me. I think I would think that you would want to be mainstream so you'd get more money i guess their goal, <laughs> oh, yeah everyone's goal i think it's jealousy but i so i was i was reading about this song and it's my favorite song in the world it's guns and roses um why can't i remember the name of my favorite song <laughs> <laughs> sweet child of mine yeah sweet child of mine i thought <laughs> got a total blank but <laughs> good thing you and a share a brain yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm glad he knows what my favorite song is. Anyway, <laughs> um, besides Axl Rose, the other members of the band did not like the song. <laughs> and they had different reasons. Slash didn't like it because His part was it was a lot of work <laughs> to do that lick that he oh. does in the beginning. Uh-huh. Like, it's kind of tricky. and the It took him, like, all day to get that right for the recording and for everyone else it took like five minutes because <laughs> it was one of those songs that was written really super fast and a couple of the other members of the band didn't like it because it was too popular i mean it was it sounded like something that a lot of people would like and they was, were against <laughs> yeah. that see you're making me like axel it. rose even more <laughs> Like, oh, I, mean, I, don't, I, like. I didn't say I don't like Axl Rose. I'm not taking sides, but I have heard that he's kind of a jerk. He's a lead singer. So, I know. Like that's that's common. That, oh, that gets a fighter pilot, but I heard he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> he's overconfident. Yeah. Most of the fighter pilots I've known have that personality. So, so there's also this kind of thing that, oh, a lot of people like their music, so they must be horrible. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, like the Beatles. So I used to work with a hipster like 15 years ago. 
And oh, in fact, before we, people worked with before, hipsters, it was <laughs> cool to work with hipsters. He was a hipster way before anyone else. I didn't even know what a hipster was at the time, but we this was before everybody had MP3 players or smartphones, so people would just bring CDs in to listen to in the lab we worked in, mm-hmm. and uh, he always had like music you'd never heard of, fish. That, most of it wasn't very good. And one day I put in a CD and he was like, oh, this. I think everybody owns this CD. And I'm like, yeah, because it's awesome. <laughs> like, I did not. How, it didn't how can you not like Aqua and Barbie Girl? Come on. No, I think it was the Santana oh, album that he had a bunch of. He had the guy from Nickelback do a song. Oh, <laughs> the guy from Matchbox 20. Matchbox yeah, and Rob Thomas. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Rob Thomas was. Yeah, he was. He didn't want me to play it because it was a. It was so popular. Everybody had that album. I was like, dude, this is an awesome <laughs> album. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah. It's hmm. like. Well, I don't know what anyone else has my, my stupid like. music. That... <laughs> but you know what? We don't all have to like the same thing. Thank That's goodness. <laughs> but you shouldn't not like things just because a majority of people do like it. Yeah, that's peer pressure. Peer pressure. You also shouldn't not like things because a majority of people don't like it. Yeah. I can like But Nick what about that. those people that like things only because nobody likes it? That's, that's all the hips. That's a hipster. <laughs> That's also peer pressure because you're being no, pressured you, I don't by think peers. you get to be hipster unless you discover it first, and then it becomes because well, it becomes over people. Oh, I, I listened to them back when they named an album you've never heard of because it was like when the guys were in different bands. They just yeah, it's an aspect of hipsterism. <laughs> I like how you said that word. <laughs> <laughs> I gonna say it's the raspberry bray of um way to live your life <laughs> yeah it's it's like they they are liking it ironically mm. yeah i don't mind the song raspberry bray actually and they're disliking things ironically yes why can't people what just be you, true to themselves what if you dislike the song ironic that would be ironic. Not actually, iron. <laughs> it doesn't portray That's more irony than irony. in the song. <laughs> you know, it would be ironic if it rained on your wedding day and you were marrying a weatherman. Yes, that, that would, would be, be ironic. ironic. That would be ironic. We should make our own version of that song. We should write things ironic. Fixes everything. I tried that, and it's too difficult to make it actually ironic. Yeah, I actually kind of like that song. But... I do like the song, but. It's I mean, catchy. Like things that understand that it doesn't make sense. I, mean, I liked it until everybody else started. Who knows what a dunder it. chief is? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's Dirty deeds, dunder chief. <laughs> this what is, is, where a does DVD. that come from? <laughs> it's called a non sequitur via DVD. <laughs> no, it's done. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap, but there's yes. somebody I knew that thought it was dunder chief. Yes, but it's a non sequitur because it 
has pretty much nothing to do with what we're talking about. Correct. It's about music. It's so. like our friend that thought that they were saying, um, get out of OPP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, English wasn't his first language, so mm. give him a pass. That helps. So, anyway, um, before you go out spouting hatred about a band, make sure that it's true hatred and not just following the crowd. Or, you know, running away from the crowd. Either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're doing yourself a disservice. And that's nerdiculture. All right. Oh, someone's typing. Yes. Oh, can you hear that? Yes. Sorry, I'll try not to type. Remember, Mike is in your laptop. <laughs> Sorry. In the rosiest of days, can I find a way to say I am who I am? And you cannot sing along. The melody's not long, but it's fine It's just fine And the days are getting on I'm feeling a little old And I'm honestly a little worried about it And the days are getting on Guess it's time Gotta find a way Make a set of changes, I don't mind But I mind And I gotta find a way To make a set of changes, I don't mind But you know I don't mind And I gotta find a look The melody's not long, but it's fine It's just fine The days are getting on Feeling a little old, and I'm honestly little worried about that. The days are getting on. I have you. Okay, for technology, Mike's in whose lap? Oh, sorry. Uh, Just we're going to talk about a company called Kano PC. Sure, it's not Canoe. We already talked about the last. <laughs> Uh, there's only one. Oh. I almost had oh. an E on the end. Just K A N O. Kano Kano. Oh, first, I found an article that does confirm that the Tater Tot Festival is going to be delayed until September 2020. So it's not canceled, it's just Postponed rescheduled. A year. <laughs> it's not going to cancel. Oh, a year, huh? Yeah, it's going to be next September 2021. If it's postponed, it'd still be the 2020 Tater Tot Festival, but in 2021. Mm. Okay, so Kano PC. So there's a lot of kids that are going to be doing more schoolwork from home than normal. Like our school next fall is either going to be all done at home or you have the option to go to the school two days a week and then do three days at home of school. 
Which means we just, we just decided to pull my son out of the school and put him into an online school to finish his high school up because they already know what they're doing. Right. Well, I think the school district is, if you're doing the full time at home, they're going through an established company. They're not going to try to do like they finish the year where each teacher sends it was horrible. Your, you 50 emails a week. <laughs> and you can't figure out. I have three kids that are in school. Whether they're going to school two days a week or staying home the whole time, we need more computers. So we were talking about getting a Chromebook so that we would have enough computers for all the kids to do their schoolwork. Uh, but I found this, uh, I guess the Chromebooks are nice cause they're cheap. One of the ways they're cheap is they're pretty much minimalist hardware and they don't run windows or iOS. They run Chrome operating. Yeah. It's basically an Android operating system. Basically my phone, but with a, like a laptop. Right. It's basically a tablet with a keyboard is what it is. Well, this company called Kano PC is trying to compete with them in a novel way. Mm. To save on... I don't know if it's meant to just make it more... Uh, what's the word? More interesting or... If it's actually to save money, but it's a PC that you built, you put together yourself. They oh, send you all no. the parts. It's a laptop. They're, they're for your kids. They're trying to sneak past like child labor. They're made of Legos. <laughs> it's not made of Legos, but oh. <laughs> it's kind of cool because it comes with an instruction book, and it'd be like you buying a like a Lego set and going through step-by-step instructions to put that's, it together. That's what they tell the kids but, to put together sneakers, too. It's fun. Look. Yeah. The instruction booklet. <laughs> no, they have so, it so they're like, okay, take the year that Columbus discovered America and divide it by 320, and you'll find it on that they, the next step on that page. Oh. <laughs> so they have you can to find learn. history and math. There you go. Choose, your own, choose your own instruction book. <laughs> That's how a lot of them are anyway, right? Do you want to put yeah. slot A to tab B, or do you want to... <laughs> I think that would be doing it wrong. <laughs> It'd be like the books where you die. All right, you failed. Start over. <laughs> so, these... So, it's... it's What you get when you're done is a touchscreen laptop that runs Windows 10. Oh, cool. Supposedly. <laughs> well, these this Ars Technica article, they ordered one, put it together, and booted it up and ran it and did a oh. bunch of tests on it. Well, oh, man, I put, I put something it. in backwards. I got Windows 01. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the battery supposedly will last up to 13 hours. And then it's, it explodes. Oh. <laughs> no, then you have to recharge it. Oh. <laughs> Replace the battery. Um, it's going to cost $300. Ooh. Well, I guess it's, I guess it's out. You could probably buy it now. I don't know. Um, it's kind of a fun project you can do with your kids and then they are working on the computer that they built. Um, That's it is, it's touchscreen and it has a keyboard, so it's better than just like a tablet for typing and stuff. 
Um, it is a little bit bulkier than like a Chromebook, and uh, they have to pull it in their wagon. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not that bulky. Oh, okay. It's not as nice as like a laptop you would buy already assembled. Um, well, it's like the, you know, the you know how they have Legos, but they have those gigantic ones for toddlers. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? A little bit. In order for them to put it together, they need to have bigger things. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, so it is, I mean, you can get Chromebooks that are cheaper than that. But with this one, you're actually getting Windows. So uh, that, to some people, might be a benefit if they like Windows. It's Then you can put anything, I mean, you can run any application that you can run on Windows on it but it's cheaper than buying a regular PC and you get the fun of building it yourself. So I don't know if I will do that instead of a Chromebook, but uh, it's definitely an interesting idea. I built a PC from parts, that, but I had to you know, buy each part individually and, you know... It wasn't as easy as like just snapping things into place. You actually had to, you know, assemble it. Glue things and well, you put most things. things are held together with screws or they clip in. But you do have to like put heat transfer compound on the on the heat sink that goes on right. the processor, and you have to make sure your parts are compatible, and then you have to buy. Windows and put it on there and all that so stuff. You, you screwed up your computer? So it started, that project started, I had a desktop that crashed and I bought some parts to fix it and it didn't work. So then I bought more parts and then I was just like, <laughs> at this point I'm just building this thing from scratch. I don't want these new parts that I bought to go with this old other parts, so I just ended up buying all new parts and putting it all together. I had bought a case for my son because I was hoping he would get into it and have a desire to build his own PC. <laughs> That's a big case. He never. No. Just in case? <laughs> I wanted him to take pleasure in designing and building his own computer, but he didn't ever get the desire to do that. So I it turned out not to be the case. I ended up using the case to build my computer that he is one of the main users of. So I don't so know if I was excited for it. He just wanted you to do it. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I would do that again or if I would just buy one that's already built because it does have some things that I don't know why it does them. But some interesting things with the, the display. But it's fine almost all the time. Anyways, yep. If you want to build your own Windows laptop easily. Oh, another one of the downsides is you cannot upgrade the processor or the hard drive. They are they come soldered to the motherboard, so you basically get what it comes with. So that's technology. Awesome. 
<laughs> and I wait long enough to say awesome this time. Yeah. I've had a run into a problem recently. Uh, we went to the store and I was like, oh, I need soda because I drink Diet Mountain Dew. Um, so we went down the soda aisle. I looked. There was lots of Mountain Dew, just no Diet Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. So there was a store employee stocking the shelves nearby and he asked, can I help you find something? I was like, yeah, you guys don't seem to have any of my Diet Mountain Dew. He's like, oh, there's shortages going on right now. Whoa. So I um, did some research um, with the current climate in the world. There are some difficulties in getting some of the sweeteners that they use for some diet sodas. Oh, no. And not only that, but supply chains have broken down and there's not enough aluminum. Really? And then you put on top of that, they've actually had their soda sales increase 40% since March. So the companies are having to triage their, you know, cut off some of their lesser popular ones just to put out the main popular brand. Hmm. So there's still the Mountain Dew, which I've been drinking recently, but um, I switched to diet originally and lost a bunch of weight as soon as I did. So I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. I almost need to think about maybe... Stop it away from soda, soda, which I don't want to do. I like soda. <laughs> so one uh, thing I I got one of those uh, soda stream. No bottles that is insulated, you know. So oh right, you can keep ice will stay in there for a couple days, hmm. and just fill it with water. And I usually don't like drinking water, but if it's cold, stays cold like it does in that, then it's something I'm more willing to drink. Yeah. So I have been trying to drink more water and less soda, but I'm not usually successful. <laughs> yeah. I drink LaCroix mostly. I tried that and I just, no, it's not for me. A lot of people it's, don't like it, but I feel I like do. it's the nickelback of drinks. <laughs> or, <laughs> uh, uh, we actually found a Mountain Dew special edition flavor for. Um, I want to say it was for Independence Day, but um, it said right on it, 50 flavors. 
So all together. So we actually bought some. Um, what are these? Pints, I guess. Hmm. Uh, they're bigger than a can, smaller than like a twenty, a 20 ounce. ounce. They're like sixteen point nine ounces. <laughs> but they come in like a six pack that's shrink wrapped, and mm-hmm. they had a, a special deal at the stores, like four for ten dollars or something. Um, but yeah, we had uh, some of those in that, and it was weird. I took a drink of it. I was like, "Well, oh, it tastes like voltage." No, live wire. Wait. But <laughs> seriously, you're, it you're changing flavors. Cycling wow. through the flavors of all the Mountain Dews. Crazy. It was pretty good. But I, I've gotten so used to diet soda that now regular soda, I can like, I can feel the sugar on my teeth. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a hard time with aftertaste. Regular soda now. There's not really much aftertaste in my diet. Um, for a while, we were buying the two liters. Because of most of the problem being aluminum shortage, they do have Diet Mountain Dew in two liters, but I don't know. Pour it down to a cup. I was probably drinking way more than I normally do because <laughs> you can drink so much faster out of a cup. Yeah. And I'm drinking less of the just straight Mountain Dew because it's just, I don't, I used to just love that so much and then I switched to diet and now it's way too sweet. Anyway, shortages are not just affecting soda. There's other things as well. Um, a lot of your stuff you get from China, good luck uh, if parts come from China because mm. we're having issues currently with them. So, yeah, shortages. Sucks in today's world when you go to the store and what you want's not there. Usually yeah. we have to deal with uh, bread shortages because we have this <laughs> particular bread we like. And they, it started out, they just had like the white bread. And then pretty soon after that, they came out with their golden wheat, which is one we love. And then now they have a brioche one. So now there's a bunch of that. And then there's like one or two loaves of the one we like. Although we went to the store and bought every single loaf because they had three of them. So like get all of them. So we bought them all starting around bread. You're going to have to make your own. Yep. That's the news. Mountain Dew. Yeah. I wish I knew all the stuff that... I can do to make it. You just mm-hmm. go in the mountains. It is a Sasquatch tears, actually. So that, <laughs> oh. oh, we'll get some next weekend. Okay. I thought it was sweat. You can, I mean, you can get tears two ways, right? There's happy tears and sad tears. So you can make them happy and give them cry. There you go. <laughs> wow. Did I say that's the news? That, I I guess so. the news. Okay. Yes, that was the news. Awesome. Consumption time. I got consumption. All right. (laughs) 
So I watched a very, very strange and long movie called Cloud Cloud Atlas. I think I gave up. <laughs> Is there a bunch um, of time jumps like between people's lives or something? There's like funny? six different time periods that they jump between. Yep, that's when I quit. <laughs> and they have a lot of Oh, is the same th- actors playing different parts throughout the different timelines. Is that Tom Hanks? Yes, Tom Hanks is in it. I think I Hugo made it Weaving. about 10 minutes in. Okay, I'm, if you can I'm make gonna, it past... Made a good hour in, I think. If you make but, it past the first hour... <laughs> uh, couldn't do it. It was difficult. I mean, when I started watch, when we started watching, we're like, we could turn it off. when We could stop any time, you know. At some point, it sounds like homework. But I guess it kept my attention long enough that we watched the whole movie. But yeah, it's and it's got uh, Halle Berry in it, Hugh Grant, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. I don't like Hugh Grant. He wasn't in it that much. In fact, I don't know if you even got to where he was in it. Where did you? I don't know. If you only watched the first hour. (laughs) The only thing I remember about that was the weird, confusing time jumps. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. I think I was thinking it was a different movie when I started it. I thought it was that uh, Elysium. Is that what it is? I don't know. That one's a um, Matt Damon movie, I think. Where there's like a city in the sky that has rich people living in it. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like that. Okay. That was good. I actually have that one. I bought it. And then I watched a Vin Diesel movie called Bloodshot. Oh, was that good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, one of the things I liked about it is things happen in the movie and you're like, what? <laughs> but then it explains it later on. You're like, oh, okay. That makes oh, sense. Herring. Oh, <laughs> if it's not a red herring, it make it a black herring. If it's blue herring. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, things that things happen that you'd be like. No, not really foreshadowing, but it's it's things that you're like, well, th- why did that happen? That's stupid. But then you figure out, you learn why it happened, and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense now. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. But... <laughs> you froze but... for a minute. Oh, did I? Yeah. It was like, it's like, and then you just stopped moving, and then you laughed at your whatever you said. <laughs> just like. <laughs> yeah, but for longer. <laughs> Oh, so I don't know what part you didn't hear. I don't either. <laughs> but I would have heard it. Yeah, I liked it, though. Because it's, you know, they there was payoff for different things that you're like, what's going on? But there's some twists <laughs> and turns. Vin Diesel's just like Nickelback. Everything he acts is the same. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, there's there's a lot of actors that... It's like, yeah, there's a reason why they keep on getting hired. People want to see that acting. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, okay, we have this perfect movie that will work with how you act. Which is perfect for me because he's one of my favorite action stars. I mean, you know, there's a certain look on his face and the way he moves that is the same all the time, but that's that's fine. Yeah. Anyway. It works for that movie. Yeah, and it worked for this movie. It works for a lot of movies where you need a tough guy. With heart. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I also watched Bad Boys with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Bad Boys 2. 
Nice. And I watched Bad Boys for Life. Oh, the trifecta. <laughs> I watched all three movies in the space of like three or four days. Wow. I don't know if you're meant to watch them that close together. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for some background, Bad Boys came out in 1995. And the sequel yeah. came out in 2003. Whoa. And then the third movie, Bad Boys for Life, came out this year. And so... The fourth one will come out in 2082. <laughs> <laughs> Exponential. So there's different... Um, you can time... figure out what the equation that is, really. I mean... <laughs> so there's different time periods that are mentioned in the movie. So in the first movie... They mentioned that they had been partners for six years. Okay. And then in the this past movie, to the 2020 movie, they say that we, they've been partners for 25 years. It's Redshift. Okay. <laughs> and so there's like something important that happens right before they became partners, which is background to the latest movie. Mm. And they have a screen that shows the date. So they became partners... Shortly after 1995, around there. But that doesn't jive with the first movie saying they've been partners for six years. So I figured out a way to make the timeline work. <laughs> so if the first movie took place in 2001. Oh, it was future. They would have been partners for six years at that point. The second movie would have taken place eight years later, so 2009, <laughs> and then 2020, so that works. <laughs> I like the part where their boss is like, how did you sink a boat? And right. <laughs> he was yeah, looking, at, looking all the at the damage, damage. they'd done, and there was a boat <laughs> listed, but it had well, been on a trailer. Okay, so there's... There's something about these movies, and especially the first two. Most of the problems that they ha encounter in the movie are self-caused. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> and uh, in the first movie, there's a witness that they're dealing with, and she causes most of the issues. <laughs> and the second movie, they caused most of the issues themselves. <laughs> I learned how to do it. Uh, I learned about watching her. Yeah. So that was one thing I didn't... The thing that annoyed me about the first movie was that actress. And just her character also. I just... It just annoyed the heck out of me. Who was it? Um, hey, Leone. Um, yeah. She's also in a Jurassic Park movie. Is she? Yep, the one with um, the bowler. The no, boar? It, no, the guy from uh, William H. Macy. Oh, that's uh, number or three? The kids lost on the island. Yeah, mm. number three. Yeah. Okay, I didn't mind her in that movie. Maybe it's just the character she's playing in Bad Boys, but I just... Just off-putting. Especially when she would go and screw things up, and then she would blame them. And it's just like, dude, it was you that caused <laughs> well, this a, whole problem. She was a prostitute, wasn't she? No, she wasn't. Oh. Her friend was. She was oh, a roommate. Right. Her roommate was a prostitute. She was a out-of-work photographer, self-employed photographer, which, how does that work? 
You're an employee. Freelance. You're just you <laughs> oh, have no job. unemployed freelance person. Yeah, anyway. They were entertaining though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I finished the last airbender cartoon. It's oh, really good. good. It's awesome. There's three seasons. They're on Netflix. Uh, I watched a movie called Avenged. It's basically um, like I spit on your grave, but with like supernatural Native American stuff in it. So it's this girl <laughs> gets kidnapped and raped in this small town by some hillbilly dudes. What was it called? Avenged. I've seen that. And then sure. this Indian spirit takes over her body and gets revenge. No, nope, yeah, but where, where, where does Spider-Man come into it? Oh. It's not the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it was... Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I, I watched a zombie series made in Brazil called Reality Z, and it's it was dubbed into English originally in Portuguese, but um, it's about this zombie outbreak in Rio de Janeiro, and it centers around. This there's this reality show. It's like a Big Brother type thing, but each of the contestants is playing one of the like Roman gods. That's what they go by. There's like, uh, so it's like a, what was that American Warrior? Well, they're not doing any challenges. They're just in a house together, and then. One of them gets voted off each week. And they become zombies. So but there's wonder... a zombie outbreak. And so it kind of shows those people and different groups that show up there at that place, which is kind of set up for repelling zombies because it's kind of all the doors are, can be controlled from the control room and stuff. And But yeah. People, because of pe- people being horrible, things don't really work out very well. So, so do the people in the reality show know there's a zombie apocalypse happening? Um, after a while, at first they don't. But somebody, how much, how much society breakdown it occurs before they find out? Um, They're stuck in the show, right? A lot. Okay. They don't. They're like into. The whole next day, and they're like, "Man, we haven't heard from anybody in a while." <laughs> oh. It's like, "What's going on?" They're like, "Oh, it's probably just a test or something." And and finally, one of the a lady that works on the show breaks into the area where the contestants are, and they're like, "Oh, are you a new contestant?" And she's like, "No, there's a zombie outbreak." And they're like, "Whatever." Uh-huh. But eventually, you know, they yeah realize what's going on there's other groups that end up going there for refuge and there's a lot of personality conflicts and stuff like that but i thought it was pretty decent 
It's called Reality Z on Netflix. So um, I want to can I, can I talk about something real quick. Sure. Your calculation was a little bit off on when Bad Boys 4 comes out. You said 2083. Um, Bad Boys 4, <laughs> according to the release polynomial, um, 4.5x squared minus 5.5x plus 1996, um, leads you to the fourth one coming out in 2045, the fifth one, 2080, and the sixth one, 2124. Whoa. <laughs> They're going to be really old by then. I could have seen that from Nerdgrid, probably, because I just did that Their kids will have to be in it. They might as well just, you know, turn it into a whole uh, Cloud Atlas type thing, and, oh. (laughs) I should try to come up with an equation for, um, and try to determine when the next Fast and the Furious movie comes out. If you go the other way, can you figure out when prequels come out? (laughs) Actually, after watching Bad Boys for Life, it seemed like they might have another sequel soon yeah i mean it was set up for something else pretty soon you gotta do it before you lose the actors the age yeah anyway continue all right i watched a interesting new zealand produced film called guns akimbo it has daniel radcliffe yeah in it doing an american accent which seemed really weird for a while. Um, it also has Reese Darby in it. He's pretty funny. He plays a homeless guy. But, oh, I like um, that guy. Yeah, he's really funny. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays this guy. He's a coder at this company that makes this uh, like phone app game. But in his spare time, he's a troll on the internet <laughs> and just likes to go on comic comment boards and harass people well one day he um goes on the message board for this illegal site that makes people fight to the death out in the streets like they have contestants that are trying to kill each other and it's underground but he winds up on their website and starts messing with people and an admin kind of tells him to knock it off and he throws something back at him and then they post his uh his ip address and that's when he realizes he's in trouble well they make him get into the fight and pit him against the this chick that's really good at killing people and he has to try and stay alive it's really good. There's a, a ton of bad language in it. It's pretty gory, but very funny. And yeah, ton of bad language, just gobs of it. So yeah, I liked it though. It's on Amazon Prime right now. <laughs> you know, um, if I can break in real quick. So uh-huh. it's interesting. Um, watching the movies I did watch after having gone shooting uh, oh. a couple days before because I was a lot more lenient on the people for not hitting their targets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're just holding the gun out and shooting. There's, yeah, there's, a, lot of that. there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, because he's like a, he's a vegetarian. He's very non-confrontational. So, guns like <laughs> Kimbo basically means holding two guns and 
both you know, guns in both hands, and, right? Well, yeah, kind of just like not really aiming at one thing, but just kind of akimbo. Yes. I think he's like not aimed. He's yeah. Well, akimbo is having your hands on your hips with your arm, elbows bent. Right. So it's like that with oh. guns. Right. <laughs> he does dual wield out of necessity, and a lot of the humor is derived from that. So a lot like Will Smith and Bad Boys, he's often dual yeah. wielding uh, for different <laughs> reasons. This guy can't not dual wield, and he can't shoot very well at first. He's never okay. shot before. In fact, the chick that is trying to kill him is giving him tips during the gunfight. <laughs> She's like, come on, this is just embarrassing. <laughs> He's like, stop giving me advice while we try to kill each other. So it was very humorous, anyways. Um, I watched The Cable Guy just because... We were just flipping through, trying to find something, and then MJ was just kind of on her phone, so I ended up with the remote. So I was just like, I'm just going <laughs> to click this. Uh, it's Jim Carrey and uh, Ferris Bueller. It's probably been Matthew like 15 Broderick. years since I've seen this. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. The, it's got really good music in it. And uh, basically, Matthew Broderick ends up moving out from his girlfriend onto into his own place. And his best friend, Jack Black tells him that if he gives the cable guy 50 bucks, he'll hook him up with illegal movie channels. So he'll give him like HBO and everything for free illegally. So he does so. And Jim carries the cable guy and Jim Carrey inducts him into like the preferred customer, his preferred customer group, but he actually is a psycho stalker, crazy person. He just wants to make a friend. He does, but anytime that Broderick tries to distance himself from him, he does something horrible to mess up his life. So. And then it all comes to a head at the end. It's really yeah, it's, good. It's been many years since I've seen that. Probably since it came out. It Jim Carrey is over the top throughout. What? Well, because this is right after the Ace Ventura and Mask, right? Yep. Yeah. It's that same same Jim Carrey era. So so don't bribe your cable guy. <laughs> And finally, we watched a Netflix movie called The Old Guard with Charlize Theron. Oh, I like that one. It was really good. I've been um, meaning to watch it. You should. It's this group of, like, mercenaries, and uh, but they have a secret. I think my wife was really confused because she came in for the last half hour. Oh. Well, anyways, everybody in the group has this special thing about them, and... Somebody new ends up with that special thing and has to join the group. Uh, but then somebody else, Dudley like a Dursley, wheel. Oh. <laughs> Dudley Dursley ends up finding out their secret and wants to use them for biomedical research. Like they always do. Yep. Silly Dudley. Anyways, 
It was really good. There's so, also a lot of shooting. Yeah, there is. I watched Guns Akimbo. We're going to talk about that. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. Um, Master Zed had said that he thought it was really strange, but he thought I would like it, which he was right. <laughs> um, and then I watched another really fun, like, eclectic movie that I just found out when we watched this time, or just remembered, because it showed on the screen as a DC comic movie um, oh. called Red. And it's my favorite DC comic movie. <laughs> it is oh. so good. Have you guys it's seen the, Red? Is this uh, Bruce Willis? It's Bruce Willis, um, Carl John Urban. Malkovich. John Malkovich. Yeah. Um, what's her name? I can't remember what the uh, good lady's name is. Meryl She's quirky. Helen Mirren, I think is in it also. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. And the guy that always plays a... He plays a Russian in this, but he's been a lot of things. I think he was in um, Born Identity. He was like the... I mean, antagonist in the first one. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's uh, basically a guy is uh, calling on purpose. He's retired. And he calls this call center for his retirement check and claims to have ripped him up just so he can talk to this girl that he likes. And then um, his past comes back to bite him and it puts his life in danger. And then because the people trying to kill him have noticed that he's taken interest in her. Her life is also in danger, so he has to basically go kidnap her to protect her. Mm-hmm. And they have to find out why everything is coming apart. Oh, it's also right. got uh, Morgan Freeman. Yep. Mm. Um, it's really the good. Girl, the girl is Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, that's who it is. Um, she's very good in this, I thought. She plays the part perfectly well. Um I have Red 2 also on my shelf, on my DVD shelf. I'm going to go watch that here soon. But uh, yeah, I recommend Red. And if uh, it's PG 13, so the language is fine. It's a fun romp for everyone. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. And that's, I guess, all. I finished the first season of Warrior Nun today before the podcast. <laughs> there was a twist. Da, da, da. Weird. Uh, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> That's it.
Okay. Does anybody have any nerd cred? Um, not that I can think of. Oh, oh yeah, I did do have nerd cred. Um, so the other night, I before I went to bed, I watched a video with my wife, and it was a bunch of um, it was like the the best moments from Mr. Spock or something like that. And it didn't have the moment I was looking for, so I had to look that up on its own specifically. But that night when I was asleep, I had a dream that I cut my finger, like, really bad. And it was bleeding quite a bit, and it hurt like heck. And I'm like, oh, man. And after that, right after that happened, a thought occurred to me about Spock talking about... um, you know, it, it's only real in your imagination or something like that. <laughs> and so as soon as I thought that, it's like, oh, well, it's not real unless I think it's real. And right when I thought that, the injury went away. <laughs> wow. So, and the crazy thing is I didn't wake up because usually if I get hurt in my dream, I wake up, you know. Mm. But this one i just went on with the dream (laughs) i had a weird lucid dream thing where something horrible was going on i don't know if it was like i was in school and had screwed something up or if i was at work and had screwed something up and i was getting in big trouble and i suddenly realized oh this is a dream i can just do something else and change, and the dream changed to a totally different thing. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Usually, when I realize I'm dreaming, I immediately wake up. Mm. Yeah, if you can uh, vivid dream it, like wake dream awake, it's funner. Well, so dream. I I started Lisa, noticing I started noticing a trend in my dreams. Um, my cell phone will not work correctly in my dreams. Hmm. And so I was, I was thinking, okay, so this, I could use this to my advantage. I can just, whenever I notice my cell phone acting super strange, that's when I know I'm dreaming. And then I can just, you know, do lucid dreaming. That's your yeah. inception. You can't that do was, that with an iPhone because iPhones do weird stuff all the time anyways. Oh, well, anyway, that was the idea. Well, then the next time after I had that thought my phone, I was in a dream and my phone started acting up. I'm like, Huh. That that means I'm in a dream, and I'm like, nah, this is too real to be a dream. It's it can't be a dream. So I just totally dismissed it. <laughs> At least you had the thought. I what did clues, have the thought. What clues me in is if you read something and read it again, it says something different. Yeah, that's that's one thing. I can't ever ever think about that when I'm dreaming though. It yeah. seems oh, natural. Do. You just think about it in your normal life, read stuff repeatedly to make sure it hasn't changed. Then it'll transfer over if you do it enough. So I have breaking news. For the 2020 NFL season, the team from Washington will be called the Washington football team. (laughs) The Washington football players. Their mascot is just a guy in football uniform. The colors are going to stay the same and that's their interim name while they try to figure out something else. Well, there was a team from, there was a college that was just Native American kids that 
were one of the first college football teams. They should just be those guys. And then they keep their mascot. Okay. It's funny, this article says Native American advocates have been pushing for the change. I'm like, notice it didn't say Native Americans. Right. They're advocates. I need an advocate. <laughs> I want them You're to change, change their name to my name. The You're Washington D. Vitties. No, I want them ooh, to change their name to me. Ooh, the Washington Engineers. Yes. <gasps> they can all wear glasses. We don't wear glasses. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess I, I do. Glasses. I don't wear Half glasses. Half of us wear glasses. They'll have to have pocket protectors on their uniforms. They can have a picture of Egon on their helmets. They have to have their figures taped together. So I guess that would the Vulcan be, uh... salute all the time. No, yeah, have Vulcan ears on the helmets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what red they should shirts. do. Awesome. They have red shirts. And then, yeah, the color be red. The color's already red, isn't it? Kind of kind burgundy. Of. They didn't ask me, though. Oh, oh man. They really need to do that. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to do that. Contact your call. So, say, Jimmy, do you have a nerd cred you want to talk about? No. Okay. <laughs> um, mine's, I have Minecraft and D&D related nerd creds, so that's As fun. As usual. Oh, okay. Um, so I built the Taj Mahal in Minecraft. Oh, I'll have to come see it. Based on uh, the Lego Architect series uh, plans. Um, and then I spent quite a like 20 minutes with my youngest son because he didn't know what the Taj Mahal was. So we went <laughs> on Google Earth and or Maps and was looking at it from different angles and thought it was strange that there was a lot of people cut in half in the pictures. <laughs> well, that, like, you know... That'll oh, that lady's missing her foot. There's a lot of people with like missing appendages in India. It's weird. Oh. Anyway, uh, it's really cool. I would go check it out in person if I ever could, but it's probably really expensive to get there. Um, then I just finished a. I wanted to make a poster, which you do by making a map, like filling in a map with what you want your poster to look like. Right. And you can put it on the wall. So I made a Mountain Dew poster um so that was fun finish that up and to do that so so i wanted to explain the nerdiness is how i did it okay good i was wanted to hear how you did this so a non-zoomed map in minecraft is 128 by 128 pixels Mm. so that's how big your thing is so you divide that into uh, what i did in order to make it easier to figure out where i was in the picture is I first checkered out the 128 by 128 with alternating white and green 8 by 8 squares. So it gives you 16 by 16. Um, So I took a picture off the internet and then took it into paint, resized it so I had the correct uh, pixel count on one of the sides and then shortened it until it matched the other side to have the same number of pixels of 128 by 128. And then what I did from that is I changed the resolution on my death or my... um, my laptop screen because I have another monitor that's hooked to it. So I had Minecraft on my other screen and on my desktop, I changed it to 800 to 600 resolution because you can only zoom in so far on paint and that made it so the squares were big enough. I could see it and I could highlight each eight by eight square and check out what colors need to go where and fill it in that way. Hmm. Um, 
I, I think overall it probably took four hours to do. Oh. But it turned out pretty good. And I just le- I was going to refill in all the checkers to just make a green background like the poster, but then I kind of left it with the checkered background. It looked cool. Oh. So that's fun. I'll probably make some more different ones. Um, so, I can use the same lo- location if I lock that map. I can put glass pane with it and it'll lock it, and then you can change. And since I did it with carpet, I can just put down water buckets and it'll wipe out all the existing carpet and I can just lay new ones. Oh, wow. So when when you ha- when you make in the map of that area, yeah, you just have to like be in the in the vicinity of the map for it to create when you look at the map. Yeah, you have to walk around the entire map. It has like a like a fog of war type thing around you that fills in your map as you oh, move around. Oh, right, right. But uh, the the trick is to get your setup so that you start in a corner of a chunk. Okay, how did you find so, the F3 gives you your um, heads-up display, and I found where it lists what chunk you're in. Uh And chunks are 16 by 16 squares, and so, but the maps, you can, you have to, like, start the map and then try to go to the corner and then find the nearest corner of the chunk that you want to be in. Uh And I just started placing stuff around, trying to figure out and looking at the map trying to figure okay, am I in a corner yet? And I'm getting it perfectly in there. Um, there's some way you can turn on like the chunk borders where you can see them with like a faint line, but I couldn't figure out. Oh, really? But once you have the borders of that where that map's going to be... Right, it doesn't change. Can, then you yeah. can change whatever is in there. And then yep. can you make then, copies of maps? Yes, if you put a map in a cartographer t- table... And a with blank another piece. with a blank map, it'll with oh with a blank map, okay. But you can also do it on a normal table if you take a map and then surround it with lots to zoom in. I think you can also copy maps with uh, just a normal. But I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've done that. Okay. Anyway, and then if you don't want it to, then if you don't want it to update, um, and I think all the you can lock it. You put a glass pane in the cartography table with one, and it'll lock it. And then I could wipe out what was there and remap something else in the same location. Well, I thought as long as you just didn't take well, the map to the place. If you go explore the area, I think, again with the map, every copy of the map updates unless they're locked. Oh, uh, okay. That's how that works. Uh, because there's actually the, the Minecraft YouTube show I watch. Uh-huh. Someone de- made a uh, newspaper. So they oh. just, you would purchase basically a copy of the map of that location, and then they would they they uh, would go erase the paper and put the new one there, and then you just had it at your house and updates with the newest newspaper. Oh, interesting. But if you went into the newspaper office, they had been locking each individual one as they made them, so you could see all the past history ones. Huh. So. Um, interesting. And then the other night, I wanted to play D&D, so I talked my son, my youngest son, into doing it with me. And we talked then my middle son into running it for us, and he called his friend to have him over. Um, so we sat down, and I found a uh, random character picker thing I just I developed. We're based on D100s. You can have it tell you what character you should pick. Uh-huh. At first, we came up with ones we didn't really like. Um, we didn't want to be lawful good, which is what it kept on rolling as. 
So my son rolled one, and it turned out to be a halfling paladin. The background is an entertainer, but then his alignment came up, um, unlawful evil. <laughs> Which is basically like the Joker would be unlawful evil. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I'll roll my character, and we'll hopefully get the same one. So I rolled my character, it came out to a human wizard, background criminal, that was lawful, unlawful neutral. So... Oh. I didn't necessarily follow good or evil, but I definitely didn't follow laws. <laughs> um, and so we made those characters. And so I named my guy because it was kind of the anti-Gandalf. So I just put <laughs> Gandalf backwards, which is... Oh. I can't remember what it was. I don't have to tell me. I'll have it written down. Um, Flanag? Flodnag. Yeah, Flodnag. I think. Flodnag. <laughs> Flodnag the Black is what I had. Um, yeah, so that was pretty funny. So we played some of that, and he, it was interesting playing as a, a character that's kind of evil. But we haven't really interacted with anybody that we can be really evil with. We fought some bugbears, and that was it. Uh-huh. We had a poll on Facebook. Oh, man, I missed it again. How do you prefer to I shop? I think it's still open. <laughs> it ends in two days. Oh, it's yeah. changed since I looked at it earlier. I, for- I forgot to uh, put the custom end date before the show. Oh, so. yeah. If you Oops. give me a second, I can. You can get it off of 50 50. It changed because <laughs> I voted. <laughs> oh. They like changed the our Facebook looks different on my PC now. Hmm. Got a new interface. So Uh-oh. the poll is how do you prefer to shop online or in a physical store? And right now it's at fifty fifty. 
we've got oh the left picture shows like a so orangutan hand scrolling on a laptop so when you say shop is that the purchase the actual purchase uh however you take it i'm gonna say it's the actual purchase <laughs> the right hand oh the physical store one shows a woman with a shopping cart going down an aisle just knocking everything off the shelf into her cart <laughs> and rob hancock said he voted based on food shopping uh-huh. which would be in the store he would prefer online shopping for most other things okay so i can't click on it because it as we logged in as our show oh oh i think you can change that i changed it in the comments i don't know how to change it in the <laughs> I don't oh, know. Well. view as visitor maybe that's well you could probably just tell us what you had voted I would vote online okay online wins <laughs> for now although, although I did like my five minute speech in communication class on how to go physically look at stuff in a store like for car stereo stuff in particular and then go online to buy it cheaper mm-hmm <laughs> Nice. All right, I voted. Yay. Oh, oh, now it's 55 to 45 in favor of online. All right. Well, thanks for everybody that voted, and thanks for commenting, Rob. Um, if you want to tell us uh, what kind of soda you haven't been able to find... Send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. There should be a new poll out this week. Uh, I'll try to look at it before I leave to go camping so we can talk about it next week. Or it'll be two weeks from now before we talk about it. <laughs> um, Master Zed is not going to be on next week or probably the following week or two because he's going out of town and he's not coming camping with us next week and he couldn't make it today. Uh, you can go to our website, the where you can comment there. Also check out our show picture and go to our shop and get a t-shirt with our logo on it. Uh, I really appreciate t-shirt buyers because I just had to, pay for another year of the website and our t-shirt money helped pay for that so yay i'm very appreciative that it didn't all come out of pocket so thank you for listening this week stay nerdy live long and nerdy you have been and always shall be my friends you know me so you never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees
you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Good night, guys. Good night, Ned. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs.